Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, Why Read a Book on Prayer? Most people do not pray with authority. Most people do not even know they have authority and power to access when they pray. So here's the scoop, Christian. At the end of Jesus' earthly ministry, he told the people, actually mostly his disciples, to pray for things in his name. In his name there is authority, to be sure, but in his name there is also power. As the old hymn says, in Jesus' name there is wonder-working power. So when I encounter a book that chronicles and describes the answers to prayers that simple people like me are experiencing, well, it inspires me. It motivates me to pray and keep on praying in order to see the outpouring of God's blessings. I love to see the glory of God revealed through answered prayer. Look what the Lord has done should be trumpeted from our lips as people of faith seeking the hand of God to move upon our lives. As his blessings overflow into our lives, we become a living display of what only the Lord can accomplish on this earth. That's from Breakthrough Prayer, a book. I don't know about you, but I want some of that. So what are you managing? Which is a nice way of saying controlling in your life rather than bringing it to God in prayer. Oh, come on, he's big enough. Who have you given up on praying for? You know, the hard-hearted person who is far from God. Oh, come on, he's good enough. Have you cleared your cluttered mind of thoughts from the slippery slope of sin that only lead you to compromise? Have you taken those thoughts and confessed them to your Lord? Come on, he's waiting to dust you off and stand you up again. And then, did you leave your guilt at the foot of the cross? He is faithful and just and will forgive you. And having done so, he forgets about your sin. Hey, have you opened the floodgates of joy in your life by counting your blessings and giving thanks to God? And you thought that contentment was attainable in this world? Do you worship the Lord with your heart and mind, for he is good? It is right to give him thanks and praise. All of these are elements of prayer, conversing with our Father in intimacy, for all is of grace. I challenge you to get up 15 minutes earlier each day. Just 15 minutes! Spend five to seven minutes reading your Bible or these morning briefings, and then spend the rest of the time praying. But my mind wanders. I get so easily distracted, you say. I know. I understand. For that reason, I recommend writing out your prayers. If you want to feel a little more complete in your prayer time, then perhaps you would want to use a prayer plan. I like writing a E-C-A-T down the left side of my lined paper, leaving a few lines between each of them. A is for adoration and praise for God. C, confession of sins. A, ask him to meet the needs of others, and yours too. And then finish with T, thanking him as you name the blessings in your life. 
Now don't forget to ask for God's favor. It is the desire of his heart to pour out his blessings on you as you walk closely next to him, as you will follow what he has asked you to do. In the business, we call this obedience. His favor on your life converts to blessings in your life, and nothing can replace the blessing of God upon his people. All the human talent, cleverness, church growth methods in the world can never compare with the invisible but very real blessing of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. That's for Numbers chapter 6. Amen. Why read a book on prayer? Because it encourages us to pray. It reminds us of the faithfulness of a most loving God toward a people who seeks to honor him. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, and then Morning Briefings, and then choose the title, Why Read a Book on Prayer.